Welcome to Well Articulated. Hey everybody, welcome back to Well Articulated, a dental podcast. Today we have Sam Wong Hello. once again in the building, and we got Dr. Caraba, and then obviously we got me, and then we've got you? I'm Jordan. You know who Jordan, I am. <laughs> and then we have an amazing special guest today, Dr. Shefki. He is a full time faculty at Midwestern Dental School, which is out in Downers, Downers Grove in in, yes, in Illinois here. So. Uh, essentially, and he's been an amigo of mine for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's a comrade in arms. We're not yes. in the same branch, but we've been around the block in many different type of committees through the American Dental Association, Illinois State Dental Society, Chicago Dental Society, and we became yes. pretty good friends over the time. So, um, had, how are you doing today? We had no gray hair back then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but how are you today? Whatever I, I ask, I am you, living the dream, bro. There we go. Go. Thank you, sir. Keep on going. Today feels like a holiday. Classic answer. So essentially, we just wanted to see how you got into dentistry, how you got into teaching as well, Mm -hmm. um, how long you had worked as because you work in private practice for a while. So just kind of tell us your story, how you got into it and why you got into it, too. Well, can I can I go way back in time? Take because me way back. Pa- <laughs> patients will ask me. They'll say, "Well, whatever got you interested in this field?" As if it's some kind of foreign, weird science. But I'm like, "No, I loved going to the dentist when I was a kid. It was the greatest day of my life <laughs> to go to the dentist because I had to take a day off of school. There was no guys <laughs> working nights or weekends, and I got to take the train downtown. Mm-hmm. I got to meet my dad for lunch. We went to Wimpy's and had a hamburger and a vanilla shake, and it was the greatest day of my life. Wow. So bring it on. I'm really give me missing those, out on that. Give me those cavities. I want more. <laughs> Water after sweets. So, yeah, and we really had penny candy at the White Hen, so we had lots of cavities because all you needed was a few change, and you're ready to rock, and you had a lot of candy. So then fast forward, I became a dentist, uh, went to U of I, uh, class of 1987, uh, Delta Sigma Delta. Go yeah. Sigma Go <laughs> Shout out. And then um, uh, I ended up uh, practicing uh, down in Tinley Park, Illinois. I was looking okay. for a place that had some potential. And they were building and tearing down cornfields and putting up subdivisions. And I found a really sweet corner with retail and with nothing around me. So I was kind of smack in the middle of a nice neighborhood. And it really went well. I grew with the practice, or grew the practice with the community. Uh, I started out with one chair and no patients. Mm-hmm. And so I just wow. opened the door. From the first month I was making money and uh, I was there for about 14 years. Uh, and then I switched to Orland Park. I wanted to go into a professional building, so I built another practice, uh, stayed there for a while. Then I sold my practice in the chaos of 2009. Uh, if you remember, there was yep. a fiasco with real estate and mm-hmm. uh, stock markets and all that, and then uh, a quick divorce. And then uh, going from there, I, I worked still at my practice uh, the gentleman who bought it kept me on for five years. And then 
the school in Downers Grove, Midwestern, uh, I only had an interest in working in the clinical side. Mm -hmm. And so as the uh, sophomores became juniors and then the juniors first became seniors, mm -hmm. they were adding on piles of faculty every year. So when the juniors were going to be seniors, I took a chance and I applied, had an interview, and then they called me back and they said, listen, we want you to come on board. And I couldn't have been more thrilled. I wanted to take that chance. I wanted to see what it was all about. And so now I've been there six and a half years. Uh, or is it seven and a half? No, six and a half. I started in 2014. And I'll tell you, working with young adults and uh, the faculty that we have is just remarkable. I mean, each and every day I wake up, I'm excited to go to work. We have a good time. We learn dentistry. Dentistry is hard, but we also have a lot of fun. We laugh every day. Sometimes we cry, but it's definitely uh, been so worth it and so much fun in so many ways. That's awesome. Cool. That's why we're compadres in our arms. <laughs> that, you know, the passion of it, just teaching, getting the inspiration, being inspired. And, yes. You know, it's just so meaningful. And yes. It's just, just, just the value of it. So beautiful. I, I will tell you, when I, when I left private practice, I had this feeling, though, the one thing I was going to miss the biggest was my interactions with the patients. But remarkably, I forgot that we're working on those patients at the school. So mm -hmm. I snagged yeah, that relationship from my students. And so I, <laughs> I get to sit down with these patients. And I know my students would tell me I talk too much. But I sit down <laughs> and I chat with them. And we find out things about them. And we, it takes me like 35 seconds. And I find something that we have in common. And that's one of the greatest things to connect with these people on a, on a real personal level. And I, I get that still every day. So I am not missing anything right now. So but that was the void that was created when I sold my practice because right. of my back and hip. That, that was the void. It was the relationships of my office staff. It was the relationships of my patients that I built over 20 plus years. I was gone. Right. And I didn't have it back. I went to Midwestern. And I love Midwestern, don't get me wrong, but I was in preclinic, mm -hmm. so I wasn't working on patients. So there was a two, three-year gap where I had no patient load. Then I started at UIC, I'm working two days a week at the clinic, and I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. <laughs> some stories, let's have some yes. fun. So yes. I'm back to it because there's something special to say yes. about the relationships between patients and their providers or their doctors. It's, right. it's so yeah. precious. Absolutely. So I, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Jack. Yes. And yes, that's, that's what right. I was going to say when you were saying, you know, that that's how you interact with the patients and everything. That sounds just like Dr. Caraba on the floor, too. Oh my He's goodness. constantly, yeah. you know, coming right. over and like, you know, you'll recognize somebody from like two months ago and you'll be like, hey, how's, it, how's that denture? How's the, you know, right. and then you'll take a look and you'll, you know, you won't even be, we won't even necessarily be working with you, but you'll, you'll have that connection with the patients right. and that's, that's a big part. Well, yeah, you got to understand, like a lot of these people, I mean, we do see a lot of seniors, maybe you do at U of I as well, but mm -hmm. you know, we have, we have seniors cause they can make it, they can spend three hours in a chair, but you know, sometimes that's their only opportunity to be with another human being mm -hmm. and they want, they want to talk. I mean, and don't shortchange them, give them that time, let them express what they're trying to express let them enjoy the moment 
Oh, yeah. And like you said, too, just the stories, just hearing them, oh, taking yeah. that extra five, ten minutes. Yeah, you're getting a little medical history. Maybe you'll figure something yeah. out. Yeah. Maybe they didn't tell you something, and you could catch something health-wise for right. them. But my 80, 90-year-old black and Hispanic patients, white patients, I, those are my favorite patients. I wanted to spend time oh, with yeah. them after because the stories, oh, their yeah. history. Yeah, you know, I was only 30, 40, 50 years old. 30, 40 when I was practicing, I didn't know that history. But right. all you got to do is ask them, spend some time. Even though they're numb and they can't go too much, <laughs> but you still could get a story from them. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And so, uh, so obviously your favorite part of dentistry then would probably be the relationships that you're developing. Or, or do you think that there's something else that really stands out other than that? Well, I've, al- I've always liked the art of dentistry. I mean, I always felt uh, the creation, and my favorite is the creation of uh, operative where I can create it myself. I have complete control over the outcome. And so I, I like to think I'm pretty good at sculpting uh, intraorally where no one will ever see it again. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know I dabble in art at home uh, with painting and sculpture and things of that sort. And, uh, you know, I, I have that creativeness, which I think most dentists have. And, uh, but I still allow, you know, and I still do help students with some of their work when we got to finish up or we got to, I got to show them a little something. So I get behind the driving wheel every yeah, now and again absolutely, and, uh, and give them a little, <laughs> a little tour. <laughs> but, uh, but no, that, that, you know, I, I thought maybe I wouldn't be doing that anymore either, but you know, I do find myself holding a handpiece every now and again and, yeah. uh, you know, it comes back to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. No so kind of, oh sorry, Jordan, oh, yeah, but going off that, were you ever interested in a specialty, and did you have like a thought and been like, oh, maybe oral surgery or well, 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 I'll dial it back again real quick. So I uh, to get into dental school, I was a psychology major. Okay. So okay. I mean, I did really well in psychology. I had okay grades in biology, chemistry, and physics, but in dental school. Um, I was probably high in the middle of the group, so I wasn't like, you know, your smarty pants, top 10 mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so, you know, specializing never really crossed my mind. I mean, I really didn't have that passion for one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing didn't really jump at me. I just like the whole thing, you know, that I every day is going to be different. Every patient, I'm going to be doing something different. And so I am, I am glad, not that I, I don't think I would have even qualified, to be honest with you, to be a specialist of sorts. So, nope, no harm. <laughs> I got a guy, though. I know enough specialists. Oh, okay. That's right. That's the big part. I got somebody to do it for me. That's right. And then exactly. uh, we talk a lot about, you know, making sure that you're centered, mind, body, and spirit. That's Dr. Caraba's whole thing that he always talks about. And you were talking sure. about your art, your sculpting, can you kind of go a little bit more into that and then other things that you do to make sure that you're sure. Uh, staying centered inside of your own mind and your own body as well? Sure. Well, uh, from the art side, I, I've been dabbling in what we call pore painting now, which is where we, we mm-hmm. take um, different colors of acrylic paint yeah. and many different techniques to get that on a canvas. Uh, it blends together, folds together, unwinds. Uh, it's it's really satisfying. If you go online on YouTube and look up pour, P-O-U-R, pour painting, 
you'll not be able to stop watching. Oh, it's, no. it's, it's like, amazing. It's hypnotizing. Yeah. Is it one of those where they like the swing the... Thing? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Have you, have you dabbled in that oh, yet? I, I, I am waiting to get room in my garage to do the swinging. <laughs> the, 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 uh, it's like a giant spiral graph yeah. In, yeah, on a, your it's canvas. It's a pendulum. You, you'd make They're a little so hole. They're so mesmerizing. Just, yes. like, I just watch it. those videos yes. and you're like, yes. oh, so that's so relaxed. And my wife, Sandy, she does glass fusing. And so she works on that. I, I try to do uh, as much exercise as I can. Um, uh, I'm an Orange Theory uh, participant, which mm. I like. Uh, I also ride a road bike with some buds. Uh, we, we do that as often as we can. We did it today. It was only 42 degrees out, and yet we just dressed Classic up. Classic Chicago weather. Yes, <laughs> and we got out there and we did uh, usually somewhere between 30 and 50 miles. So we just wow. we do that. So. Uh, and then, you know, I try to have a very grateful uh, heart and mind uh, before we go to sleep each night. We, uh, Sandy and I talk about the things that we're grateful for, and we run down a laundry list of things we're grateful for. Oftentimes, it's the simplest things like the, the fall colors or, you know, I had a meal tonight or, you know, or I got a place to sleep. Yeah. You know, so we are we are understanding that uh, we're in a place that a lot of people aren't, and so we try to live in that that sense of gratefulness. Yeah, and that's an amazing that's awesome. mindset to have yeah. at the end of the day too. Blessing. So yeah, Blessing. cool. And then I, I this is completely unrelated, but have you you said that you did you do cycling? Have you done any of the ride across the state kind of stuff? Uh, no, but I have friends who have done the rag bri across yeah. Iowa. Um, we did many more triathlons when I was a little younger. Okay, um, yeah. I've done I've done half marathons and I did one marathon. So. Um, um, I've always tried to be physically active, and I think that's a good balance for uh, the stress that might come from dentistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, clinicians that own their own practice uh, will end up having uh, stress in their lives. There's yeah. no doubt. So the question is, how do you manage that? Uh, you can reduce your stress by becoming a uh, full-time faculty member, <laughs> or or you can do some other things like uh, work out and you know, uh, find peace, uh, maybe in a house of worship or, uh, you know, within your own self, Yeah. you know, and then, uh, um, I, being a psychology major, I do feel, uh, a passion for that too. I, anytime I go to a bookstore, I'm going to the psychology department or the self-help section. That's just my favorite place to go because I'm always thinking that I can be just one step up or one, one more, cog a little better than I currently am. So whether it's leadership uh, opportunities, how to be a better manager, you know, any of that, I just eat that up. (laughs) The big thing that I I talk about and I think about a lot too is just, you know, with organized dentistry, um, over almost three decades of it, why did I show up? Why did I do it? Um, you know, my dad was involved with it, just showing up, the camaraderie of it, um, learning stuff, knowledge, um, mm-hmm. getting relationships that way. You know, we would have never met each other if we weren't in organized right. dentistry. Right. You right. know, you would have been in, in Tinley Park. I would have been up north. Right. We, we would have never, you know, never had our paths crossed. It exactly. might have happened somewhere, but, you know, that is just showing up. Right. And the camaraderie 
of just branch meetings. Right. Seeing those people and talking the common sense, the same things that we yes. go through. Talking about a challenge of a case. Talking, mm -hmm. you know, that's part of it. I'm like, why am I going to these branch meetings? <laughs> 20 years later, we're doing leadership stuff. So, it was, the, know, it was like, the best night of the month. I, I so looked forward to the branch meetings because, you know, you're in your little hole, so to speak, your little office. Mm -hmm. The walls close in on you. But then I got that chance to go meet other people, learn about other things. And then my favorite time literally was the hour before the dinner and then the hour or couple hours after we would everyone would leave. We'd go to the bar afterwards and we would chat. And that was uh, just some of the greatest memories I have. But that's when we had photos, like paper photos. <laughs> oh, no okay. iPhones. Yeah, no. no iPhones, no digital. Check this case out. We've got these little Polaroids. We, and we, would, hold the, we would hold the x-rays up to the light in the restaurant. <laughs> exactly. and, and the people would look at us like we're from Mars. What the hell? We brought the carousels with the 35 millimeters in, and we're pulling them out. <laughs> Passing study models around it. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Okay, let's them. get off of that topic right now. <laughs> the HIPAA, HIPAA violations. Oh my gosh. Hopefully not. So, anyways, uh, any other questions for Dr. Chef Kisa? No, um, your story was great. Like, I, we're very happy to have you on our podcast. Well, I, I was thrilled to be asked, and uh, I know you guys are killing it and having a great time, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely. So, keep up the great work. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much. So, Thanks, buddy. Uh, as always, everybody, uh, you go ahead and subscribe and as as well as follow us uh, if you like what we're putting out. So uh, thank you once again, Dr. Shefke, for making it out to uh, thank have you. us kind of talk to you and pick my, your brain. My pleasure. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, All right. Yes. All right. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Hey everybody, Dr. Krabbe here, a.k.a. The Beast. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to follow and subscribe. And of course, listen to us every Sunday when we have new releases. Thank you so much for being with us. And remember, brush your teeth, floss those teeth, and drink water after the sweets. Right, Jordan? Absolutely. Why, thank you, sir. Our podcast, Well Articulated, is a creation developed by professionals, dentists, and student dentists, which is an opinionated-based podcast for those interested in dental and general health issues, with storytelling and fun facts in between. This disclaimer covers the following entities, Chicago Dental Society, Illinois State Dental Society, University of Illinois Chicago, Midwestern University, and American Student Dental Association.